afternoon. <laughs> it is October 1st. I am not ready for this. When did the year go by so fast? Anyway, hey guys, welcome back to Buddy Club American. Yay! I, I feel like it's been a while. Um, I'm Ivani, by the way, and this here's my sister Nancy. Say hi. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you almost said hi, Nancy. Yes. I tripped you up there. So, um, yeah, we, we weren't able to record last week because sometimes life happens. But we're here now, and we're excited to bring you a really cool episode, but... As usual, first, let me just thank you all for joining our Facebook group at Political American or hitting us up on Instagram at Political American, right? On at Political American underscore podcast. <laughs> I don't even know my own social medias. What is happening, guys? <laughs> it's Sunday. I get a pass. The brain by Sunday is mush. So let's jump in. As some of you may know, we are now halfway through Hispanic Heritage Month, which is awesome because it celebrates all of our people, you know, us Puerto Ricans, you know, our Dominican friends, our Cuban friends, you know, everybody in Central and South America. So everyone, hey, what's up, mi gente? So we're going to talk to you guys a little bit about that today. Yeah, take us uh, to the, I was going to say, take us to the start. <laughs> we're right there, but get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yes, this episode is going to be a little bit on the informative side, but fun. You know us. We're very proud, if you couldn't tell, to be you know, proud to be Latino, Latina, Latin, Hispanic, Latinx, Latine, whatever you identify with, just so you know, so, you know, nobody gets upset. We're just, we're going to use Latino and Hispanic interchangeably just to make it easier to go through this, but we recognize that there's nuances and individuals identify a little differently, so bear with us with that. Now, as Boricuas, we have a lot in common with our Spanish-speaking sisters and brothers around the world, and we're being celebrated and acknowledged during this month between September 15 and October 15. First, we're going to take you through a little bit of history and why those dates specifically. And we're going to give you just some ideas, some fun things of how you can celebrate, whether you're Hispanic or not. And because our show focuses on Puerto Rican culture, we will spotlight Puerto Rican people and events, but it's not to exclude anyone or, or favor or anything but you know there's so many countries so many notable latinos that we'd be here forever <laughs> so to start you off we're gonna give you a little history on how hispanic heritage month came to be now as nancy said it begins on september 15th and runs for the full month through october 15th this date is actually significant why because it marks the independence day of five different latin american countries it's the independence for costa rica el salvador guatemala Honduras, and Nicaragua. Also, the following day, so the 16th, is Mexico's Independence Day. And um, the 18th, Chile celebrates their independence on the 18th, and then Belize on the 21st. So that whole first week is just a whole lot of independence, which is really cool. So that's, you know, you, you kind of had to give a holiday to all our people. I mean, come on. Additionally, October 9th, which is coming up, Mexican Mexicans, oh forgive me. <laughs> Mexicans celebrate. They've uh, reclaimed Columbus Day, and they call it Dia de la Raza, which is race day, and it recognizes the mixed indigenous and European heritage that makes up Mexico, which we can relate because what are we made up of? We are European and Taino, so we're indigenous, we're European. I feel like that's a lot of us Latinos. So go Mexico. I love that. Now. How did this holiday actually, this, this month of celebration come to be? Well, in 1968, which is actually when my parents got married, so that's a good year. 
then-president Lyndon B. Johnson signed the National Hispanic Heritage Week week bill into law. Back then, it was just a week. It didn't actually become a whole month until 1987. A representative from California, Esteban Torres. I can't do the R's, guys. Esteban Torres. I'm not even going to try. Ooh, I kind of did it. So he submitted a bill to expand it from just one week into one month. I think like there was a big influx by then. A lot of Latinos were here. In his own words, I quote, we want the public to know that we share a legacy with the rest of the country, a legacy that includes artists, writers, Olympic champions, and leaders in business, government, cinema, and science. Again, our people were everywhere. So we have to be celebrated. Now, he believed that this, you know, expanding this from a week into a month would allow our nation, in his words, quote, allow our nation to properly observe and coordinate events and activities to celebrate Hispanic culture and achievement, which I think is just a beautiful thing. Give us our due. <laughs> so, <laughs> now, even though his bill didn't come into fruition at the time, so it was 1987, Senator Paul Simon, not to be confused with the guy who's saying call me out, he was a senator from Illinois. He later submitted a similar uh, bill proposal, which actually... President Ronald Reagan signed into law on August 17th, 1988. So thank you, Reagan, for giving us a full-ass month of Hispanic heritage. That's fantastic. And actually, currently, uh, there's actually a push to rename it Latinx Heritage Month to include people who speak something other than Spanish. Like, so we have, you know, Brazil, they speak Portuguese. Other indigenous languages that aren't Spanish, they want to include all of those people in. So let's see if that's going to pass. But as of right now, it's still Hispanic Heritage Month. And that's basically how it started. They just, you know, they wanted to celebrate us. We're here. Listen to us. We're loud. <laughs> and we've made so many contributions in so many diverse areas from politics, science, to oh, entertainment and sports. Yeah, a lot of influence throughout the world. Definitely. We should we should be celebrated. All of us. Yay. Yeah. Uh, this is not to diminish anyone who's not Hispanic. Relax. No. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> but I'm proud to see that, you know, just as a whole, my Latin peoples are getting celebrated. So that's great. Hey, everybody should have their weeks, their days, their months. Hell yeah. yeah. Should we move on? Since I am a numbers nerd. We yes. wanted to give you a few stats, yes. <laughs> and we'll uh, we'll link to where we got these stats in the show notes. Now, did you know that Latinos are the largest ethnicity in the United States? Mexicans are the largest group, followed by Puerto Ricans. As of January 1st, 2023, this year, the total population of the United States was 334,233,854. As of July of 2022, sorry that this stat is backwards of that, but anyway. <laughs> so as of July 2022, there were 63.7 million Latinos in the United States. So technically that's 19% of the total U.S. population. That's a big chunk. Almost that's a, a lot fifth. of people. As for Puerto Ricans, the last population stat we could find was from 2021, and it fluctuates a little bit by several thousand each year because we go back and forth. There's no passport required. A lot of Puerto Ricans have family and friends and houses here mm -hmm. and in the on the uh, on the island. So there's a lot of back and forth moving. 
But to give you a general idea, in 2021, there were 5.8 million Puerto Ricans living in the United States. And this included people who were born in Puerto Rico, as well as people like your humble hosts who were born in the U.S. but whose family is from Puerto Rico. You know, we identify as Puerto Rican. This represents 9% of the U.S. Hispanic population. On the island itself, there are around 3.3 million residents. Yes, there's more Boricuas in the States than in Puerto Rico itself. That's due to a number of reasons. That's a little bit beyond the scope of this episode. But just so you know. But if you add the two populations here and there, that's 9.1 million, which is actually 14% now of the U.S. Hispanic population. Wow. So, yeah, still a good chunk. Oh, yeah. Yobi, you want to give us the, the one more fun bit of info? Sure, I love fun. So, <laughs> as of the year 2021, there were 13 states with a population of 1 million or more Hispanic residents. So these 13 states are Arizona, California, Colorado, Florida, Georgia, Illinois, New Jersey, what, what, hometown, <laughs> New Mexico, New York, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, Texas, and Washington, and yeah, Nancy was wondering, how the hell did we wind up in the Pacific Northwest? <laughs> Not exactly our, you know, our weather milieu, but cool, whatever. The median age is 30.7 years young. I remember being 30. Aww. Oh, they're babies at that age. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I talk to 30-year-olds now, and I'm like, what are you, 12? Oh, I digress. <laughs> so between 1990 and 2009... Presidents George H.W. Bush, so Bush 1, uh, Bill Clinton and Bush 2, and Barack Obama issued na- annual, I almost said national, issued annual proclamations for National Hispanic Heritage Month. This year, President Biden's White House also issued a formal, pro- <laughs> English is my language, <laughs> issued a formal proclamation and called for, quote, all Americans to observe this month with appropriate ceremonies, activities, and programs that celebrate Hispanic heritage and recognize the impact Hispanic peoples have had on our nation. Thank you. Because yeah, gay I, for us. I'm going to throw something in that might be controversial for some people, but I, for example, if a non-Puerto Rican goes to a Puerto Rican restaurant and celebrates a Puerto Rican holiday and has pasteles and mofongo and coquito. I'm not going to call that appropriation. You know, as long as as they're not saying, oh, I can identify with this. uh, Or like, I know a Puerto Rican, so I, you know, no. But I celebrate what you want, how you want. That's just my opinion. I'm flattered if somebody wants to, like, wear wear the apava or (laughs) put on How dare you appropriate my pasteles? Please enjoy. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm down for that. Like, I, I don't get mad. But you know what? We can, we'll discuss this later off camera because I yes. have thoughts and stories regarding this. But this is not <laughs> the forum for, you know, shit like this. No, but, I'm trying yeah, to be friendly people, about like, it. Celebrate. Have fun. Like, do you. As long as you're not being disrespectful. Like, yeah. I'm, I love that. Yeah. So, um, many government organizations actually do make efforts to highlight Latin Americans in their respective areas. Like we talked about, there's, you know, artists and, and politicians, all sorts of people who are Latino that have contributed greatly to just our country and advancements. Just to name a few of these organizations that put forth the efforts, there's the Library of Congress, the National Gallery of Art, 
the National Park Service, and the Smithsonian, among others. They provide lots of information online, and they spotlight contributions of Latin Americans in diverse fields. They uh, commemorate prominent Latinos, which is great. For example, the Smithsonian's National Postal Museum issued a Tito Puente stamp in 2011. If you don't know Tito Puente, awesome salsero. May he be resting in peace, playing his timbales up in heaven. They also sponsor a number of events, such as film screenings, poetry readings, museum tours, cultural festivals, and workshops. Some of the in-person events are also streamed or published online, so you could check them out. We'll include the links if you're interested in checking these out. So the theme for 2023 is Todos Somos, Somos Uno. We are all, we are one. I love that. Unity. So what can you do to celebrate? Here are some ideas we wanted to give you, courtesy of the Smithsonian's National Museum of the American, American Latino. (laughs) I want to live in America. (laughs) And we'll give you a couple of examples where these would be applicable for Puerto Rico specifically, but please also do check out all the other countries if you can, right? Especially if you're unfamiliar with certain countries. Anywho, number one. Latino culture. Learn about the diverse Latino culture and how it has contributed to the society and culture of the United States. From Roberto Clemente, baseball legend and humanitarian hero, to Bad Bunny, who is like becoming the most... Dude, I know you haven't been... We have not been big fans at the beginning. He has stolen my heart. I love Bad Bunny now. I can't say I love him. I don't dislike him, which coming from me is a compliment, let's be real. He has influenced culture. He has brought Puerto Rican culture around the world. So that's why I have to say, like, I may not be a fan of his music, but I don't know him like I don't know what he's like on a day-to-day basis. No clue what he's like as a person. But for what he's done, like I will never forget him bringing Puerto Rican culture to Coachella, watching the salsa dancing at fucking Coachella. Not going to lie, that was really cool. It gave me chills. I was like, okay, this is actually really badass. And I felt proud in that moment because, you know, we're so little and tiny, even though we are loud, but we are such a small little piece of this world. And to have something so huge, like it was just really cool to see such a such a venue like that, to have us represented. So I have to love him just for that alone. So I may not like his musica, but... I I give him the props. The props are due. Yeah. And the same with the Grammys. He kicked off the Grammys this year and brought Bomba. Yeah. Um, He had a troupe of dancers and they were dancing Bomba and Salsa. Yeah, it was a great, great kickoff. You find the YouTube on that? Oh, Oh. I'll look that up. It was really cool. Like, oh my God, the entire, I would be, if I was there, I'd be like, we have to sit here and listen to speeches and a ceremony. I want to keep dancing. I want him to keep playing. (laughs) That is dope. See, that's a party, man. I love that. Yeah. So him and Clemente, you know, top of their game, but there's so many in between that have influenced life (laughs) everywhere. Okay. Before we, I go way off. (laughs) (laughs) 
So the next one is uh, Latin Independence Days, which, as I said before, uh, the first like week of the celebration is all Independence Days for various countries. Um, so there, you know, you can learn about how they celebrate and how, you know, they're honored each year. Um, so this doesn't really apply to Puerto Rico because we're not technically like independent, like we are part of the U.S. But Puerto Rico has a Constitution Day, which, lovely like, is celebrated on July 25th, which is on my birthday. Cumpleaños feliz. Cumpleaños feliz. Cumpleaños, cumpleaños. Cumpleaños feliz. Which Yay! I've mentioned before various times. So if you don't <laughs> correlate Puerto Rico Constitution Day with my birthday, you need to start doing so. Update your calendars, my people. Yes, Puerto Rican Constitution Day slash Yuvani's birthday. You're welcome and thank you. Also, food. Guys, a great way to celebrate Latino culture is food, okay? You can explore different recipes. Google something. Google, like, whatever. Like, There's a Panamanian cuisine and or, like, Salvador, pupusas, yummers. I mean, food. Food is so important to us. So, like, if you're, if we're talking Puerto Rico, mofongo, pasteles. It's almost Christmas, coquito. This is the leg. This is the love language of my people. So check out food. Food is so. I want food now. I'm hungry. It's lunchtime. Next. <laughs> I'm hungry too, and it's not lunchtime <laughs> for me. Um, now, famous Latinos. We talked about two just a minute ago, but learn about famous Latinos and Latinas who have helped to shape the history and culture of the United States. For example. Again, for talking Puerto Ricans, some of you, I hope everybody knows, Sonia Sotomayor, the first Hispanic Supreme Court justice. You could actually read her opinions online, you know, if you're into that kind of thing, into law. There's others that you may or may not know, like, I didn't know this one, but I want to do a future episode on her. Olga E. Custodio, born January 22nd, 1953. She was the first Latina U.S. military pilot. So badass. She served in the U.S. Air Force for 24 years. And afterwards, she founded a production company and the Ballet Folklorico Boriqueng. She lives in um, San Antonio, Texas now with her family. That's so, so badass. She's the coolest. Yeah. I think we did a post on her on, on uh, Instagram. So... Uh, last but not least, there's a million ways to celebrate, but Latino art is another area. Oh, boy, this is going to be fun with the names. Okay, so <laughs> dis discover Latino artists who have used their unique experiences to help shape American culture through creative forms. Okay, so musicians think Willie Colon, Tito Puente, who you'll be mentioned, Mark Anthony, who I can't have a podcast without mentioning Mark Anthony. I know this. <laughs> Have you have problem. a problem. <laughs> <laughs> then there's Evie Queen, who's like queen of reggaeton, like a female reggaeton artist. She's like the OG. She's OG. I was about to say she's O fucking G, dude. Olga Tanyong. I love uh, her. Merengue. Yeah, she's fantastic. Her voice is so strong and beautiful. <laughs> And yes, J-Lo. Everybody knows J-Lo. She's still a hot, modern, triple threat. And she's 50 plus. Woo! I mean, she is... Whew. 
in show business, check out the works of Benicio del Toro, the late great Raul Julia, or Brie Plaza. She's so funny. She's so yeah. deadpan. I guess that you could get her. <laughs> She's great. The untiring, inimitable Rita Moreno. I mean, from Sesame Street to 80 for Brady. Like, I got to see that movie. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I'm, Yovi, you do this one in the art world. Oh, because I'm so artsy. So, uh, <laughs> so we know nothing of art. <laughs> I mean, beyond, like, Starry Night, Van Gogh, that's the only thing I really know. Okay, so you can look up Jose Campeche. He's a master of the Rococo style of painting who lived from 1751 to 1809. Francisco, I'm going to say Oyer, I think so. It's spelled Aller, like holler without the H. Uh, he was an Impressionist painter who lived from 1833 to 1917. And Miguel Pau, 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 Pau. Oh, God. <laughs> he lived from 1880 to 1968. He was another impressionist who, along with the previous gentleman, is considered one of the island's greatest masters. For modern art artists, uh, we did a quick search. And again, art is not our forte. But these acclaimed artists popped up with some interesting art. Fernando Mora and Paola Zayas Basang, among many others. So we have artists. So check those out, too. Then that's about it. I mean, I'm sure there's other ways. Get a map and throw a dart and see, you know, what cuisine should I try next? Put on some music from, you know, look up a famous artist. Put on some music. Yeah. It's so easy to find out just other little things from other other nations, you know. Like Nancy said, what I'm thinking of, you said you know, throw a dart at a map. I'm like, spin the globe and hit stop. But, like, what if you, like, stop on Siberia? Oh. That's not Latin. <laughs> Spin again! Like, spin that wheel! Press right! Just keep spinning. Uh, but, yeah, we, we encourage you to, you know, to branch out a little. If you're if you're Puerto Rican or you're wherever you're from, maybe branch out to a different part of Latin America and, like, just read a quick blurb about somebody who did something there, one of their foods. You know, there's different desserts, like, everywhere. Like, I have a friend who's, uh, she's a mix. I know she's Costa Rican and I want to say Brazilian and she makes these these desserts called brigadeiros. Oh my God. They're like chocolate covered caramel balls of heaven. Mm. I mean, she made them for me like a bajillion years ago. Bruna, no clue if you're listening, but if you are, hi, and I miss you and those things are fucking great. Teach me how to make them. They're just, they're like these truffle things and they're just the most amazing things ever. So, like, look up, like, a Portuguese, you know, chocolate shop or bakery. They might have them. So just go educate yourselves. Expand. Yay. Hmm. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, we hope you've enjoyed our little history and uh, culture lesson. And we Ooh. hope you'll tune in. You know what I didn't think of putting? Look up, um, like, folklore. Because we did that episode on La Llorona and every... A lot of countries have their own version, or we and you did the chupacabra, so and we're gonna yeah. do more folklore, but that'd be fun too if you're into the spooky season. Yovi's favorite expression, spooky season. I, I, it's October. <laughs> it's calamaza season. Oh, oh, take your basic pumpkin spice and go. <laughs> I hate pumpkin. I like. I, oh, no, 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 no. I like the gourd. <laughs> itself as like you know a funche or 
things of that nature. But and I'll do like pumpkin breads or my famous chocolate pumpkin cheesecake. Yum. Mm. But pumpkin spice to me is nausea. Oh. <laughs> I don't like the, the palate. I don't like the pumpkin spice palate in my beverage or in my pancakes. Like we went to breakfast this morning and the girl was like, we have two specials. One of them is pumpkin spice pancakes. And I'm just like, no. Oh, I'd be like, yes. I'm not a pumpkin spicer. I'm, <laughs> that's not my thing. I'd rather do apple cider. Okay. My my choice, my fall choice thing is apple cider. I love a good apple cider slushy. Oh, yes. Oh, see, that's a, not my thing, but I bet it's good. It's delicious. Throw a little fireball whiskey. You have a party. Oh. Oh hell yeah. I got I'm going apple picking soon, so I'm looking forward to my apple cider slushies with fireball. Well, I'm looking oh. forward to buying um pumpkins and carving. Yeah. Oh, we did that last year. We may do that again. I don't know. We did it for 2020. Did we do it 2021? Yeah, we were still kind of in pandemic ish. We we I don't know. <laughs> and then this year we were away and I we had covid so for Halloween. Oh, I mean last year, not this last year. Last year, 2022, yeah. So no, I want to do it this year. Do it. <laughs> All right, kids. Well, thank you for your support. Thank you for listening. We love <laughs> to hear from you. So stay in touch. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>